0: Episode forty three, aka Episode Quinn Hughes, yes, of the Mars Hill Sports sure. Podcast, is here. We just watched the Canucks win. I'm down. Um, yeah, we are joined today by Jack Kramer and our boy co host Luke Rattray. So, how are we doing, bro?
1: We're doing great. We're doing really great. Yes,
0: that's awesome. So we just we just recorded a little bit, of, little, little bit of I can't speak English. Little bit of NHL uh, rapid fire throughout all the qualifying rounds and the round robin that is going on. It is very exciting. Inject live sports into my vein was what I tweeted last night. I have been doing that all day. We're watching some golf right now, and yeah, we Luke and I were talking. This was a really good week. We're not even going to do worst of the week. Yeah, like life's good. I can't complain. Yeah, so. You know what? We're going to get right into our cereal rankings and we're get, we're just going to do top 3 today and that is going to be the soft drinks Jack is stretching out here. He looks like he's raring to go. A
1: big so we're,
0: we're going to get him going first. Whoa. whoa You're going first. Whoa, I thought I'm, I was third. Okay. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. So You're stretching. I was. Yeah. I was, but I wasn't. Why would you stretching. stretch? Why would you stretch like half an hour before the game when you can do it 15 yeah, minutes exactly. before?
1: Because, you know, it's not necessarily a big game. Yeah. It's just, you know, talk. Anyways, okay. Top three. Well, I'm not really a big, like, pop guy. I'm not a huge Carbonation fan. No, me neither. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, it's it's got to be like in the moment too. So number 3 is going to be a warm day Gatorade Frost. That's the light And sorry, blue.
0: that's warm day cold Gatorade cold Frost. Gatorade, okay. of course. Yes, yeah, like <laughs>
1: like you picked it out of the cooler yes. and you're like, wow, this is cold and I need one of these. Yeah, it's a good cold. And it's like better than water. Yeah, so you know the Gatorade Frost a little bit different from the normal blue Gatorade, a little just n- non-traditional take on the blue Gatorade. It's a, I, and I like it better. So definitely my favorite Gatorade flavor. I'm a big Gatorade guy. So when you get those two together, hot day, it'll, it'll be number three. Uh, number two, we're going to do the slightly hungover glass of orange juice. <laughs> kind of <kinda laughs> hits different after a couple beers the night before. Um, yeah, orange. I'm a, I'm a huge ambassador of orange juice. Yes. Most yeah, days, I, a couple glasses.
0: Every day, I, we used to go to Jack's. House mm-hmm. for lunch. Every day, we went to high school together. And this guy, you like, like 100% this guy was pouring himself a nice glass of Simply Orange. Is that your go-to brand? Well, any you know,
1: honestly, anything you put in front of me. It can be freshly squeezed orange juice. The one thing, no pulp. Not a big pulp yeah, yeah, pulp, pulp is pulp, wrong. Let's exact Luke, that.
0: Luke probably likes pulp. No. No, no. Luke likes pulp. Listen, <laughs> <big difference?
2: laughs> let me give you my take on pulp. I don't like it. However, you should just I'm, left it there. <laughs> you know I, I don't like, like it. it. I don't like it. Anti pulp I'll leave it there.
0: No, you can keep going. You did you have something valuable to say? Like, you, you you sounded like you were really passionate about this, and I just ruined it. For like you. I'm sorry. I'm
2: at, I'm at LeBron James's house, and by some <laughs> miracle, he, he has orange juice, but only with pulp. he
0: only offers you nice cold sprite though. Yeah, you see in the commercials. <laughs>
1: You think he's a pulp guy? No, I hope not. I, I just drank it from my games. Not my goat. Not my <laughs> goat. Like, say LeBron, do you have like a strainer that I yeah. bring, uh, pour this orange into yeah. another cup?
2: And if he's like, no, I don't have a strainer. You're taking the pulp. I will. I'll take the pulp. I wouldn't. Really? Like <laughs> sorry, like, like you, you, you won't touch, water. you won't touch pulp at no, all. Oh, I'm
1: kind of. It depends. Like some pulp I find gross, no. but like some pulp kind of works. Okay. Only in
2: an extreme situations yeah. will I find myself ever drinking pulp. Yeah.
1: Right. It's desperate at times. Yeah. And yeah. number one, of my yeah, the hungover orange juice is. It's a close two as well, but number one is gonna be maybe a mcdonald's iced tea from the drive-thru with just the just the right amount of ice yeah cubes. they really
0: overkill sometimes like
1: sometimes mm-hmm. they do and it's like wow can i have some iced tea with this ice well
0: because it's less money for them to spend but mm-hmm. the iced tea for good McDonald's, business
1: i don't know how they do it it's just better than any iced tea i've ever had and i'm an also orange guy, orange juice guy in the mornings iced tea guy at night so both of them i really enjoy and the iced teas with the little ice cubes that you can chew on afterwards, because yeah. I'm a big ice chew guy. Yeah. Well, we're pro ice chew here. Right. Um, so not yeah. pro pulp, though.
0: No, definitely <laughs> We're not pro I'm pulp. I'm very happy that this, I'm on an anti-pulp this is, podcast. This is <laughs> not, this is a very anti-pulp podcast. Yeah.
1: So yeah, number number one would be the McDonald's iced tea drive-thru, so then I don't even have to get out of my car, and they just give it to me, and I'm like, oh, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be my top three. That's uh, fair. Pop, drink. Choices, yeah,
0: that's a that's solid. I mm-hmm. love how like specific you were with the McDonald's iced tea from the drive yeah, yes. from the it's drive-thru like only. Dine-in, no, no, no,
2: because no, that's just, yeah,
1: just
0: there's something about it. the service that you're yeah, given, mm-hmm. it,
1: just, like, it just gets slightly yeah, different. I you feel know, that, yeah, it makes makes it, it makes
0: it different. Honestly, I respect that. I love this, thank you. the specifics. Thank you. That's, get that's get try. very, very well placed, Jack. That's well done, been, thank you, Tyler. Yeah, Luke, I'm honestly just really surprised you're not a pop guy because you like Powerade. Yeah, Luke well, likes Powerade. Hey, I don't hate
1: Powerade. Right, it's but you, you don't
0: like it more than Gatorade. No, it's just yeah, like only Spotify weirdos. to Apple Music yeah. from Apple Music. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no way. Spotify is way better. Okay, mm. anyways, we should do serial ranking on music streaming platforms and like try to find 10 of them. Even though there's like probably only... Well, Nap- there's only two re- r- Napster relevant Napster
2: to go <laughs> ones. SoundCloud, bro. Yeah.
0: Um, anyways, so... I'll I'll go next. All right. Yeah, um, number three. So, I get a bit crazy on this drink. Like, okay. there's so, it's a Mountain Dew product. It is Mountain Dew Voltage, and uh, I'm not myself when I, when I when I drink Mountain Dew Voltage. I do I do weird stuff when I'm on the vault. When I call it like, in my first year at Trinity, we did this thing called hitting the vault zone <laughs> and once you once you get some voltage in you the vault zone is it's it's something you and can't go back. yeah like voltage it tastes good like I mean it's mountain Dew so I feel like a bit greasy e- like eating drinking drinking it because there's just a level of like all oh, like Gator uh, gamer Dorito cheesy hands kind of level but yeah
1: that's... Mountain Dew does
0: Mountain It does. It really does. Mm-hmm. But um, when I hit the vault zone, I'm not myself. No other soft drink can do that to me. So that's my number three. And okay. it is very roastable. So, I mean, feel free. But feel free to roast. This is a very roast-free, uh, a very roast-full zone. Mm-hmm. There's roast-free roast zones and roast-full. Roast full. Yes. Okay. This is roast-full zone. Be Be aware. Okay. I, yeah, 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 be aware this is okay. this is this is the serial rankings. We don't kid here. No, we don't. This is yeah. the most serious part, like, of the this podcast. is definitely the most serious part of the podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I gave the most thought to my yeah.
0: iced tea ranking 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, number two is we're going soft drinks. I know this is kind of off the board. Um, I'm a big soda water guy, I was still water gang for the longest time, but um, the health benefits of enjoying a carbonated beverage. And that is a bubbly uh, grapefruit. Okay. I, I'm a grapefruit guy when it comes to bubbly. I love carbonated water because I love the fizz. I get a lot of the fizz. A little bit of flavor. Nothing overpowering. Really mm. nice on a hot day. And yeah, you can roast.
1: Bubbly's trash. Yeah, see, all right. some
0: people don't have the palate for it, which I, yeah. I respect. Because I was so anti-soda water for the longest time. But now I'm really on board. Yeah, it was only in like the last like I would say year and a half. Mm-hmm. I had like a borderline soda water addiction last summer.
1: Wow. It's not the worst thing to be
0: Because doing, you're yeah. still you're still staying hydrated and no. it's not bad for you. No. no. There it just I don't think it's good for your teeth, but I mean, screw help my help. teeth. Well, I think the
2: biggest part why pop is so bad for your teeth <laughs> is the sugar. It's yeah not necessarily the carbonation I think. I think
0: there is an aspect of the carbonation that yeah. is bad about it. Maybe that's just some Karen writing some random article about it. Mm-hmm. but um, whoever that Karen is, whether she's right or wrong, um I'm still gonna drink it. Yeah, I don't I care yeah, I don't care Karen. We I don't care we should Karen yeah. which Karen though
2: the Karen that wrote that article, maybe
0: yeah. Let's do it. I'm down to get any Karen on here. And just pick their brain for like five minutes and just see why they need to complain to the manager.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So That's an anti-listener podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 100%. Anyways. So the Karen cast. Um, number one. Basic is the OG Coca-Cola. All right. I love me some Coca-Cola. Best out of the glass bottles. Yes, Head and shoulders best out of the glass bottles. Yeah. I don't drink Coca Cola much, but I truly enjoy it when I do, because Coca Cola is the classic, it is the OG, it tastes good, don't drink it too much. That's all I got. Like that that, that it's this I'm not going in depth because it's Coca Cola. I don't think I have to do much explaining. So I don't even know what the flavor... Like, What is what flavor is Coca-Cola? like? Isn't is it just, like, cola is it, flavor? Is it Coca-Cola flavor?
1: They used to have cocaine in it. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Is that why they called it Coca?
1: I think so. Huh. Stop check that one if you want to. Yeah, let's like,
0: fact check, check that. Yeah, that was, like, like the used...
2: among the first recipes yeah. for it was, there was some cocaine. In first it. episode
0: of the Karen cast, we can uh, talk to some Karen who's dove into the history of Coca-Cola and why her four-year-old son, Jimmy, can't <laughs> drink it.
2: Do you think we're gonna get demonetized now because we're talking about cocaine?
1: No, it's Coca Cola.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Coca Cola. <laughs> cocaine. Just cocaine just came up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, organically, organically. Very organic. Yeah. Um, just
1: like the drink was very organic. Exactly. Yeah.
0: A little too organic, perhaps. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that's all I got for my. A very quick. It's a rapid fire. This is a rapid fire podcast, so um, subject to roast. You can roast me. I haven't really been roasted that much. Jack doesn't like soda water. I don't care, frankly. I don't
1: like Coke either, but like I, I get it. A lot of people do, so uh, it's just I'm simple. In the minority. I'm in the mm-hmm. nice pot, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I'm in the minority. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, Luke. Yeah. Luke says he's gonna get roasted. I'm so excited. You're definitely an orange crush guy. You're a grape. You're a grape soda guy. Let's see what? You probably have, you. have both in your top three.
2: No. Um, if I had to pick one of those two, it'd be grape soda. Yeah. Um, okay. My top three though. At number three, uh, I'm going with Dr. Pepper. No, that's fine. I feel like
0: Dr. Do- Pepper is like a good show for my top five. Yeah. I yeah. feel
2: like Dr. Pepper is a little slept on.
0: Totally. No wow. one does. No one does what Dr. Pepper does. No, exactly.
1: What the bu- <laughs> <Jack>. <laughs> I just really like the way you said that. Yeah. Nobody no one, no one does. No one doesn't like Dr. Pepper. Nobody doesn't like the doctor.
0: No. It's unique. Yeah. It's such a unique flavor. It like is. You can
2: get like cherry cola. I know. It's not the same.
0: No, it, it it is different. Yeah.
2: And also Dr. Pepper in like a tall, you know, cup, whether it's at a drive-thru or something and they have like the tiny little ice cubes. Yeah. Uh,
0: back to the cubes. Like Just. The, it's like not even cubes. It's like shredded cubes yeah. or whatever. Shredded cubes. I forget yeah. what that style sh- Hit me is with the shreddies. That could be
2: another cereal rankings is Best type ice of cubes. ice.
0: Dude, yeah, because yeah, there's so many different types. There's like the little ones with like the hole in the middle that you could fit yeah. a straw through. Yeah. Yeah. those Ferry's are fun to play ice. with. Yeah, those are nice, yeah BC Fairies Ice. Elite yeah, it ice. is elite.
2: Yeah, so like the like the little shredded cubes thing. Yeah, just a ton of those, and then we'll call them up niblets. Up. That's yeah. fun. Niblets. Niblets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ice good. niblets. <laughs> and you get that going with the Doctor Pepper. Mm. A combo. <laughs> mm. Passionate. I yeah. dig it. That's a, I love that. Um, yeah, Dr. Pepper at number three. And then at number two, getting a little specific here, um, you ne- may not have heard of the brand, but Blue Sky Root Beer.
0: What?
2: Yeah. Huh. This root beer is the best root beer I've ever had. It's, a, it's my top two in pop. And I'm not much of a pop drinker, but...
0: Yeah, I don't drink I, pop much. Yeah,
2: and I haven't had one of these bad boys for like a few years now. But I can still remember the taste. It's like the creamiest root beer in a can huh. that you can imagine. It's so good. Good
0: root beer is something different. Yeah. Like like I'm not a good I'm not like a big like mug guy or no. like A and W out of the can kind of no. guy. But like I've had good root beer before. I'm like, oh, this is actually like it's a bit it's a bit too overwhelming at times, but I'm yeah. like, man, this is actually like decent. Like first two sips, yeah. I'm like, this is good. Like, and then after that I'm like I can't finish this. Like I
2: feel like for root beer there's like one blueprint. Yes. And then everybody like has is looking at it from different angles, so that's yeah. why you get different tastes of root beer.
0: A mosaic of root beers. Yeah. But blue sky, if you will. Yeah, if you will.
2: <laughs> blue sky, hands down, the best root beer I've had. Mm,
0: extravagant. Um yeah, delightful.
2: Yeah. And then at number one, this is the best drink for me of all time.
0: You're you're gonna say something so dumb right now
2: um
1: <laughs> ouch
2: no it's not but it is the best drink for me of all time this is my blue gatorade for you you know how you go yeah into a i love
0: blue Gatorade. i didn't count it as a soft drink even though it yeah. kind of like is but whatever
2: so every time i go into a 7-eleven or any convenience store any gas station i will almost always pick up this drink and that is the OG Arizona green tea with Gents Oh here.
0: yeah, that's such a good call. You know what? You're, you've like you you have surpassed yourself. Like you've graduated from the cereal rankings. Thank you. Cause like
1: just the green tea. Just the original. Just like the, original. the green tea I'm is good, tea. man. It's yeah. good.
0: You know what? Sweet tea is Fair good enough. too. Sweet, sweet tea. tea Arizona sweet tea is nice. Yeah. Fair but enough. you know what, Luke? Shake my hand i'm not gonna roast you anymore on the cereal rankings until you make another mistake fair enough yeah i appreciate that. i love how like the cereal rankings has basically turned into like making fun of <laughs> luke for like the tastes of food he has even though they're actually not that weird we just like need some sort of scapegoat yeah. where we can vent any totally. sort of frustration we have with the world into food choices yeah but so. arizona
2: arizona kills the game an iced tea. Yeah, I agree. Anything they do, they own it. Yeah, anything that they do is that's just a Snapple incredible. Slander,
1: saying
0: that yeah, you're a Snapple nonsense. guy.
1: Snapple is right there too. I
2: Snapple is fantastic. Don't get me Different
1: wrong. Different
0: conversation. Different yeah. conversation. We should have an iced tea. An well, iced tea oh. one. <laughs> but let yeah, me know. This is the iced tea king, Jack Kramer here. But so. let me know
2: when Snapple sells tall cans of tea for ninety nine cents. True. That's you're a good. That's a good point. That. Nobody's doing. No. Yeah.
0: Only AZ. Only the only the coyotes are doing He's it. Really yeah. Do be yeah. Doing that. yeah. So you know um, what Luke? That's a great choice. Thank you. It's I could talk good... about
2: Arizona all day, but I'll I'll leave with that yeah. yeah, okay.
0: Well, should we get on to some NHL talk? Let's do it. Who's down? I am. Sure. Jack's down, Luke's down, and I'm down too. So we will see you there. So, we are back for another episode. We have a recurring guest, none other than Jack Kramer. How we doing, my man? Doing
1: good. Great to be back. Great to be uh, talking with the boys here, talking a little sports, talking a little hockey. It's a great time to be a sports fan. So it is. I'm happy to talk about
0: it. It is. If you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted out yesterday, inject live sports into my veins, and that's basically what we're doing right now because uh, us three, we are sitting in the Jones living room. Where the the location of the best tap water in Vancouver's Lower Mainland, um, I mean can't complain with that. Luke, how are you doing?
2: Doing good. I love the setup in here.
0: Yeah, not Caches too shabby. Are comfy.
2: Lighting's moody. It's great. Golf is on.
0: You kind of just made it weird saying lighting's moody, but we'll let it slide for now. Um, but yeah, let's 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 talk. If you wow, jack, yeah, the yeah, so minutes, so, so Jack, I, I guess Jack, yeah, yeah. since you haven't been listening as much as you should be lately, Jack Luke gets bullied pretty hard on the oh, show. That's that, kind of how it goes. So that, don't, he's that guy? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's kind of like guy. the Billy football of part of like, of like what, pardon my takes, Billy football is to the Mars Sports podcast. Okay, great. So if you've tuned into the serial rankings, which we will, uh, which were earlier this episode, we talked about. Nothing uh, nothing better than a nice cool uh, soda pop. We talked about soda pop, our soda pop rankings. Oh, that's exciting. Very exciting. And yeah, so let's talk a little bit of NHL. Let's
1: do. And
0: start. let's start off with the the round robins first, then we'll get into some of the qualifying action that we've been seeing. That's probably, well, I think I think the most exciting aspect of what we're seeing right now once playoffs start. We'll start seeing these Tampa Bays and these Bostons getting more into a bit more competitive action, but the Round Robins. So obviously in the West, we have Vegas, St. Louis, Colorado, and the Dallas Stars. So, I mean, so far, Colorado has been kind of run table. I believe they're undefeated right now. Is that is that true they're 2-0? They oh, took a wagon. Yeah, they took they took St. Louis and I think they took Dallas. Dallas the other night. So, I'm I I've kind of been on the anti-Dallas train for a while here. Like I'm I, I don't feel that good about the Stars. Uh period. They didn't have a great season and they they did turn it on before the NHL season. Was stunted, but I am personally not on the Dallas Stars train. Feeling pretty good about some of these other teams, though. How about you guys?
2: No, I think Colorado has been really solid in the West so right. far. I mean, it seemed pretty easy beating Dallas for nothing the other night. Um, light work. Yeah, it was really light work for the Abs. Plus, I think they just have such a good team. Um, really good depth. Plus, they're pretty young. Um, and I know I don't. I forget how Rantanen is doing right now, but I think bringing him
1: back—that's um, always a key piece for them.
0: Hundred percent, Jack. What do you? How are you feeling about all this?
1: Yeah, I think that with the West, I think Colorado and St. Louis are definitely the better two teams that are in the round robin, and, and Dallas and like Vegas was good at the end of the season, sort of before yeah. it stopped. But I don't really think they match up that well against uh, St. Louis and Colorado. Nothing against those teams, but. I really think that St. Louis and Colorado are two teams that potentially could win the cup. They're both yeah. very good. They're deep. They're strong. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're just better teams. So, uh, But anything can happen. And uh, But Colorado mm-hmm. does look really good right now. I still think it's going to come down to either them or St. Louis.
0: Yeah, so yeah. today we have Vegas and St. Louis. Uh, they're mm-hmm. going to be matching up, but... Jack's got money on Ricky Fowler right now, so we're watching a little bit, a little bit of golf. And, missed an uh, eagle putt. Yeah, yeah sorry, he just anyways, missed a yeah. very, very, what would have been a very nice putt. Good, but he's, good birdie, Rick. he's good still, still taking birdie. So yeah, let's go, Jack. Yeah, golf cop. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He's okay. one under through four. Let's go, Rick. Um, anyways, back on, back on the hockey conversation here. But yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about Vegas. But like, am I the only guy who hasn't? does not know how to feel about Vegas since they entered the NHL.
1: No, I thought Vegas was gonna miss the playoffs the first year, and then yeah. the second year, and then the third, mm-hmm. and every year. And just now, like, no, oh, yeah, they're gonna be good.
0: Yeah, they like, I don't know. I think I expected them to go back to the playoffs after their first year, and this year as well. Like, I love the Mark Stone edition yeah, that they made. This year. Mark Stone is like one of the nastiest players in the NHL on both ends of the ice. So, I mean, great addition there and i think they they've done well adding that kind of superstar forward presence at least i think he's a superstar maybe maybe not everyone else um but yeah so yeah anyways st louis vegas going tonight and do we think are are we all on the colorado for first seed train here is that is that pretty pretty common pretty commonly held would be my, i yeah, i feel yeah. like it's the most mathematical option what? At this point, yeah, exactly. I think the Blues were really the only team that were going to put up a real fight Mm -hmm. against them. And yeah, I think, I think Colorado, do you guys, what do you guys think about like who's going to be rearing that? You think Dallas? After seeing the four nothing shellacking, I was a bit hesitant towards the stars. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not super confident in their chances right now
1: and they lost to Vegas. Yeah, they did so lose to Vegas to and that's the like
0: the team they were kind of I guess competing against in yeah, that, right? 34. So Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how I feel about Dallas and like I said, I haven't been huge on the Dallas train. Yeah. They could be matching up a lot of against Yeah, I- I'm going I'm going off on the stars. but they could be matching up against a pretty good team coming up here, so um that could be the Oilers who I think could definitely give Dallas a bit of a run. Mm-hmm. But, hey, we don't even know if the Oilers are going to be making it up. Pause. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that later, though. Let's uh, let's shift over to the East here. What do you guys think? Um, Tampa Bay running table a little bit. Yeah. And I expected that. After such a rough start to the year, they've really picked it up. And they're so solid now. Yeah. And I, I at the start of the year, I said that Tampa was going to win the Cup. I was pretty set on that and that was mostly because of the little chip on their shoulder mm-hmm. after losing to Columbus in the first round last season. A little bit of Virginia effect, you know? Yeah, so, I think that's a
2: really good point actually. The, the Virginia effect, I think that's going to play into their minds a lot more than we like to think.
1: I think
0: that's a really good pick. Yeah, 100%. Jack, how are you feeling?
1: Tampa's hot. Boston's Tampa is hot. Boston no. is coming a little flat, so it's Tampa's to win right now. Also, I think Philly looks really good. Um, But, yeah, I think Tampa will end up in the first spot. But uh, Boston has been, for me, the most surprising team out of either side right now. They've looked a little flat. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really be worried because it's kind of, honestly, sort of anticlimactic for these teams right now. I can't really personally get into the games that much because they just don't mean as much. No, know? Yeah, the seeing, qualifying routes have been so like, exciting. Yeah, so, I mean, for Boston, don't be too worried, but it's it's a little mm-hmm. weird seeing them struggle. They got dominated by Philly, and I, that Tampa game was 3-2, but it wasn't really that as close as the score said. So. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Tampa for the one, though. I would expect them to beat Philly, but don't sleep on the flyers.
0: I'm not sleeping on the Flyers at all. They really put up a nice a nice uh campaign at the at the uh in the latter half of the season that we saw and just an overall really well-rounded roster, I would say, especially now that there is a little bit more security in net with Carter Hart, uh solidifying himself as a pretty solid uh pretty solid starter, right? So yeah. Anyways, we'll get into the uh qualifying Rounds here, and this is where the bulk of the podcast is going to be focused. So let's start. Let's start in the east. Let's go Columbus Toronto. It is tied 1 1 as of now, and the Leafs and Blue Jackets will be squaring off today. Mm -hmm. How are we feeling? I mean, Columbus is such an interesting team because after the loss of Panarin, a pretty shaky forward group. Mm-hmm. as a Brovsky, whole Duchesne, yeah just,
1: man, they lost half their team yeah
0: exactly yeah. um first things first let's give props to whoever the goaltending coach is in Columbus yeah. because he has salvaged Elvis Merzink- merzlinkus can't even say it and I mean Yunus Corpusala. we expected him to be a very solid option in net mm-hmm. uh for a while now he's been backing up Bobrovsky but was one of the best backup goaltenders in the NHL for a while there. Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty confident that the Leafs are going to take this just based on the star power aspect. But the NHL isn't as much of a star-driven league mm-hmm. as my NBA brain would say. So what do you guys think about this series? We'll start with you, Jack.
1: Um it'd be so embarrassing for the Leafs if they lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah because they have
0: been running into the Bruins right like which is excusable like yeah, I excuse that because the it's the Bruins like that's like year in year out one of the best postseason teams
1: oh and then you get a bunch of complaints from Leafs fans oh every year this playoff system is stupid well now you get the Blue Jackets you can't even beat them you just don't say anything but yeah. no I think they're still going to win the series I think they just have to find a way to consistently score. They're gonna outscore Columbus if they're scoring. The only way Columbus can really beat them is if they just absolutely lock down, because yeah. like you said- Which they, they just, can. They, no. I know, they did in game yeah. one. I just, over a series, it's really hard to do that with star power that Toronto has. Mm-hmm. You know, like at the front, Marner, Tavares, obviously Matthews, Nylander. So I just think that the offensive players for Toronto are a little too much for Columbus, but it is on them. If they, if they can't step up to the plate, then who knows, man? Who knows? But I, I'm taking Columbus. I'm taking, or sorry, I'm taking Toronto in yeah. four games. They're gonna win the next two.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Columbus can give them a run. I think Columbus could steal another game for sure. And what people forget is that the Blue Jackets literally, uh, they were 27th in the NHL this past season in goals four. but they're wow. still like a very solid playoff team. So I think there's a lot of they're just such an interesting team how well they can just lock down opposite uh, opposing offenses. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I um, yeah I, I I am leaning towards the star the star-studded Leafs. Yeah. But Luke, how are you feeling? I
2: gotta I gotta go with the Leafs as well. Yeah. I think having this kind of pressure on them just to even win one series is like a lot from even in the past few years, and I think. I'd like to think that they're going to rise to the challenge. Um, Even though the Blue Jackets can lock it down and they have such a good goalie um, playing right now, I think that's like the one thing you want going into a playoff series is having like a really good um, goalie with like some kind of momentum. And I think that Mm -hmm. might prove to be quite the obstacle for Toronto. But with that, I'd say Toronto in five.
0: Yeah. And we've seen in the past, especially, like this is just a theme for whether it's playoff hockey, regular season hockey. We saw this with Jordan Binnington last year. Mm -hmm. We've seen it with, I remember, Marc-Andre Fleury on that Vegas Golden Knights run, even Brayden Holby on the other side for the Capitals. Mm -hmm. And I believe that was the 2017-2018 season. There is just so much that a goaltending, that goaltending can do to alter an NHL playoff series. That's just facts, right? right. So Corpus and I know we haven't seen Elvis in that yet, but we saw Elvis go on one of the craziest streaks um, in backup goaltending <laughs> history throughout the past five years, right? So the, having those two really stable options, whereas, I mean, I like Freddie Anderson personally. Not everyone is uh, a, Freddie, a Freddie, Anders, Freddie Anderson stan, but I am. Um, yeah, I'm still taking leaves here, so... What final picks? I'm going Leafs and five. Kramer, you're going Lisa Leafs and four. four, and Luke, Leafs. you're going five. Yeah. Leafs yeah. In five. Okay. And then let's touch on the six seed versus eleven seed series, which we actually saw the Carolina Hurricanes bring out the brooms against the New York Rangers, who I think a lot of people were of all the sleeping uh, high high seeded teams. I think the Rangers were a pretty popular pick, more so because we saw the Rangers just zipping around the ice once Mika Zibanejad came back from his long injury stint. Buzzing. But, man, Carolina is just year in. It feels like year in, year out throughout the last couple of years, even though really it's just last year. Yeah, they've, two years. yeah it, it just felt like a long time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've really proven to us that they have such a solid roster yeah. and so many star-capable players, missing Dougie Hamilton, who is one of the best defensemen in the NHL this year. Like that guy was like a Norris nominee shout, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not not a Norris winner, in my opinion, but yeah. The like they the names are they just have so many solid players. Possibly one of the best top nine forward groups in the NHL like very well rounded they've added guys like Vincent Trocheck there's a lot to love about this Carolina team in my opinion they are built for playoff hockey and i think that showed in this series against this New York Rangers team who only recently uh rose back to the occasion a little bit this past season jack what did you think about the series yeah
1: carolina was just better i mean every game was 3-1, 4-1, 4-1, something like that. Uh, they're, they're deep, and they are a playoff team. We saw it last year. They got to the conference finals. Obviously, not a team that's really going to match up with Boston, but they just outclassed New York in pretty much every way. I Again, like I don't think that they have what it takes to go all the way, but Carolina's a good playoff team and uh, definitely deserves to be taken seriously against anyone they play right now because um they just they really do have it all they're not they don't jump out at you in anything necessarily but they're just very solid in everything and uh good team fun to watch i really like sebastian aho and uh yeah they're kind of just buzzing on all cylinders right now just a better team than the rangers were
0: Yeah. yeah luke how do you feel about that
2: series no i think carolina yeah definitely played them out off the ice Um, But one thing I'm just taking note of Carolina here is just their like points distributions between players. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. The top nine is nuts. Yeah, Yeah. and that's like a really good take because you have Aho finish the season off with 66 points, and then
0: Teravainen.
2: Yeah, with 63, and then all the way down Slavin with 36. Andre Sveshnikov
0: like absolutely burst onto the scene. Like if NHL also needs a Most Improved Player award, in my opinion. Oh, that. And I think Sveshnikov would have been. Uh, a really good candidate for that <laughs> award after his, not a bad rookie showing, but, I mean, not not even close to the production that we've seen from him in uh, his sophomore year mm-hmm. as a member of the Carolina Hurricanes. So, yeah. He's got tons of room to grow as well. 100% he but does. And he's one of those guys tall. that really passes the eye test, in my opinion, like you just you just know something special is going to happen yeah. when the puck touches his stick so yeah i'm uh, i'm pretty excited to see what this carolina team does moving forward and if the penguins end up losing that uh series to the habs they could be squaring off against the bottom seed in that uh out of the round robin teams so that would be Definitely a nice matchup unless they run into the Bruins. (laughs) So, which is possible. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Unis as well, which is a bonus. They do have some pretty dope unis. So, yeah, I'm I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, Totally on board. Yeah. Uh, Next series, we're going to talk about the 7-10 versus series. That is the New York Islanders as the 7th seed versus the Florida Panthers. I was really on the Florida Panthers train. Mm Mm-hmm. At the start of the season. Like I honestly thought this team was going to be. Maybe not a contender. But uh, like a surefire playoff team. Maybe even taking one of the division spots. In the very tough Atlantic division. But things went a little bit different. Bobrovsky. He was really shaky. I thought throughout the season. Like had a lot of ups and downs. And that's something we haven't seen from him. uh, During his time in Mm -hmm. Columbus. Whereas... And then they also have like this very, very strong forward, especially the top scoring forward unit with, I mean, you got your Mike Hoffmans, your um, Evgen- Evgeny Dadanovs, your, um, I can't believe I'm forgetting. Huber-O-Barkov. Yeah, Hubert Owen Barkov. Mm-hmm. Um, I had both of them on my fantasy team. What am I talking about? Anyways, yeah, I, uh, I feel pretty, pretty... I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure how to feel about this Florida team, especially against the Islanders who just, I mean, ever since John Tavares have, has left, they've just surprised us. Like no one's expected the Islanders to have the results that they've had. And Barry Trotz has done an awesome job there. Matt Barzal has stepped up. He's really shaping up to be a very solid pro. Mm-hmm. And yeah, i th- I wouldn't be surprised if the Islanders take it, but I wouldn't mind seeing florida move on just because i love their flashy play Mm -hmm. so um luke how do you feel about this series it's it's currently 2-1 in new york's favor they went Mm -hmm. uh they went they lost yesterday i believe to yeah they they did lose yesterday and yeah they're up they're up two one i'm not sure if florida can claw back from that 2-0 deficit but that team can catch fire so luke what do you think
2: um, I think it's a little bit too late for the Panthers I think the Islanders will wrap it up um, just because I think Florida's looked a bit shaky and I think the Islanders just have what it takes like especially with Barzell stepping up kind of like an heir to the throne right, in Long Island 100%. Um, type of way um, but other than that I, I gotta say it's gotta be I think I'm gonna go with the Islanders on this one and wrap it up in four
1: yeah that's fair Jack yeah, I also think the Islanders win winning game four. Um, they just play such a solid... Like, it's not very fun to watch, no. but the Barry Trot style is a proven style of hockey that works. And when you're playing a team like Florida, who kind of relies on the run-and-gun offense, if you can just shut that down, there's not a ton that Florida can really bring besides that. Uh, so I think the Islanders just continue to play their game. Maybe it's in four, maybe it's in five, but I really don't see... Florida Florida just won game three. I really don't see them winning the next two games as well. Uh, The Islanders just have that style of game. that's just hard to play against. It's frustrating, and uh, they're opportunists on offense. They take advantage of their chances, and a lot of the times it's 3-2, 2-1 games, and, uh, yeah, I I think the Islanders will wrap the series up in four if I was going to pick anything.
0: Yeah, I I am definitely leaning towards Islanders stealing that fourth game and moving on into the... Uh, next into the first round of the NHL playoffs. Next, we're going to go over to the Montreal Canadiens versus Pittsburgh Penguins series, and this is this is like definitely the most surprising, in my opinion. I would have put money on a sweep, Whoa. like a a Pittsburgh sweep, hmm. if I were going to put money on something at the start of this series, but. I'm like I've been astounded at this Canadians team and mm-hmm. it I, I don't even know what to say really because like this was in and I mean off the po- off a points basis this was the worst team in the tournament they were the they were the 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 24th ranked team based on record and all of a sudden they are on this little lead 2-1 lead over Sidney Crosby <laughs> and the Pittsburgh Penguins, who we've seen, I mean basically run the NHL for such a long time, well, so yeah. I don't know what to I don't really know what to feel like I I can't bet against Sidney Crosby that's I'm just gonna leave it there and you guys can you guys can talk, but I can't bet against Sid.
2: I think Jeff Petrie is just the greatest player ever. <laughs> I think that's two game winning goals. I, <laughs> I think love it. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think t- in order to get like an upset, you know, you need to have and kind of like an unlikely hero. And yeah. we've seen it. Um, the NHL is baseballs. an unlikely hero league, especially
0: yeah. come playoff time, right? So. Yeah.
2: And I think that's why we love it so much. But yeah. I mean, Jeff Petrie has just stepped up when nobody else, like, nobody is expected yeah. him to. And so I think. You know, even though they're game-winning goals, it's been um, just interesting to see that, like this random defenseman just absolutely tucking one away mm-hmm. and another one the other night. Um, but also, I think because you can't, you can give credit to Montreal, where it's do, but also Pittsburgh. You can't forget they gave up a three-one lead just last game as well. Right. Um. So allowing three unanswered goals like that from a quality team like like Pittsburgh is just not. Is not up to who they are. It's not acceptable in their terms. So, um, you know, coming, trying to not be as biased as I am because I am a Pittsburgh fan. I think I can, I can see us getting out of it, but at the same time, having just it seems like things are going Montreal's way, and I wouldn't be surprised if they kept going. I think
1: this will come down to five, though.
0: Yeah, Um, it it has to. There's no way Sid doesn't go to five.
1: Yeah. Whoa. I'm a
0: big Sid guy.
1: Yeah. I don't know, people are saying that uh, last year and they got swept by the Islanders. I don't think it's the same Pittsburgh team. I, I also, also think, don't
0: think it's the same team they're playing whatsoever.
1: We talked about goaltending earlier, how it can steal series and yeah. it matters so much. Yeah. Terry Price has seen over 30 shots every game. He yeah. yeah. hasn't let in more than three goals. He's hot right now. All he's got to do is steal one more game and the series yeah. is over. Yeah. I didn't think Montreal was going to get through either, but Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's not the same team as they were... Four or five years ago, unfortunately, and I don't know if they have the depth, and if they run into a hot price for one more game, then it's over.
0: What do you guys think about Matt Murray? Like, do you do you think there's any chance that they pull a fat fa- that, that the Penguins pull a fast one on us and toss in Tristan Yari? Hmm. No?
1: I wouldn't say that. Because he
0: he took he I think he actually had more starts than Murray this past season. No. I'm, d- I'm just looking at it right now. Murray started 38
2: and then Yari started 31.
0: Okay. So it was pretty even, but
2: Yari had better goals against him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Like Yari
0: was definitely the better, better tendee. It was close this enough to season. think
1: about it, but I think playoff experience means something too. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I agree. And maybe that's something you do earlier in the series, but when it's do or die, I yeah. think you've got to ride with who you've been riding with so far. I think that's a really dangerous mistake they could be making if they do tr- toss in Tristan Jari, but yeah. yeah. Um overall though, I I'm just surprised. Out, outright surprised. Yeah, that's a fair I, way I think to that put is a, a rightful a rightful feeling. So, yeah, it's we'll
1: see 5-8 forwards for Montreal just zipping around, Dude, the ice for,
0: That's the thing. What the heck? I don't get it because they have so many options offensively, but no one is really like I've, I just feel like no one has ever really been willing to absolutely take the reins well,
1: okay. of that offense. Well, there's no one really good enough to do that on no. that team. No, and
0: just... Thomas Tatar actually, or was it Nyquist? Tatar has been nice yeah. this year. Tatar's yeah, been uh, nice. Tatar Tatar has really mm-hmm. been a, a very, very strong factor for that Habs team this past season. I'm not sure if uh, if he's going to be carrying them through this last these last couple games here but
1: but that's the yeah. thing like he was good on a team that still wouldn't have made the playoffs right had it not been this situation i mean it's, yeah it's just surprising like they were three points out of buffalo right you know like it's just one of those things the hockey the parody in the nhl is crazy but let's be honest there's no way that they were going to make the playoffs if it hadn't been this setup so it's just a surprising series yeah for sure yeah for real anyways
0: i guess we can move on to the west now Yeah, how are we feeling?
1: Okay, fine. Let's
0: do it. Let's jump. Two words, Darcy Kemper, Arizona Coyotes, Mm -hmm. up 2-1 on Nashville. This was actually a team that I was anticipating an upset from, the Coyotes, mostly because we were going to get a rested and healthy Kemper, which that was not the case because... For the mo, for most of the season, about half of the season, before the season was stunted, Darcy Kemper was head and shoulders the Vezina winner in the NHL whoa. this season. Dude, he had he was leading in like every goal st- goaltending metric. He was. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: So I don't I don't throw that around loosely, Jack.
1: No, I know that's why you got the whoa.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. Give me the whoa. Anyways, last night makes forty saves. In a 4-1 victory over the Predators. And yeah, this is such an interesting team. The Taylor Hall injection halfway through the year is an interesting one. He has been all right, I would say. Mm -hmm. Taylor Hall is kind of like, I get it, Hart Trophy winner. But am I the only guy who's like sitting here like most overrated player in the league?
1: No, you're not. I was just going to say Yeah. I'm not um, I'm not huge on him either.
0: No, but um yeah, I think Darcy Kemper is really the X factor in this series, mm-hmm. and we've been talking a lot about goaltending. You say Soros has been all right. I mean, Pekka Renee hasn't played yet, but the the struggles that Nashville's had in the playoffs throughout the past couple of seasons are pretty worrisome. Like I think it's pretty obvious that this core, is not working and i think we're slowly starting to see it dismantle yeah. so i don't know this the this coyotes team make is making an interesting case here for uh for a nice little six first 11 seed upset what do you guys think
1: jack yeah so it's, it's an interesting series it's definitely been a great series for kemper um the thing about it is with playoff hockey too you can just get bounces and you can get lucky and you can get unlucky uh, yesterday at 1-1 in the third period, the Preds started the third period. They scored a goal that was disallowed on an uh, offside call that really had nothing to do with the goal. That makes it 2-1 in the third period. I Personally, I, you can't say for sure, but it's a completely different game when you're up 2-1 and you just grab momentum after a quick third period goal. And I think that that's kind of how this series might play out. is just who's going to get the bounces, who's going to get the momentum, because I still think that they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Um, on paper, I like the Preds, but Kemper's really has been the X factor and the goaltending in general, again, so important in playoffs. Um, at this point, I would probably be leaning, like, I I think that the Coyotes should win one of the next two games. It's going to be hard for the Preds to win back to back with Kemper playing as well as he has.
0: Yeah. And like that can turn on a dime too. You never, we, you never know. And hockey is that unpredictable. But I'm just so interested to see what happens um, with Nashville. I think I think we could see a really big teardown on the horizon here for that team. They really bought into that core. They rode Pekka Rene. They rode that defensive core. A lot of mediocre forwards and the injury-prone Philip Forsberg, who, I mean, has... It's been hard for him to be the same after all those injuries. So still nasty, though. He's still yeah. so good, but, I mean, it's hard when you can't have a guy play it, and he can barely play three quarters of a season for the last couple of them, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't really know what the future is for this Nashville team, whereas uh, Arizona's making an interesting little case for themselves as a, as a sleeper here. So... I don't know. Paul Bissonette must be happy with that one. Hey, business buzzing, about, is it right buzzing about it. I haven't been listening to Spitting Chicklets, but um, he's probably going absolutely ballistic over it. You can so, assume. yeah. Anyways, should we get on to probably, I would say, one of the most interesting series we've seen so far? That is the Chicago Blackhawks versus the Edmonton Oilers series. And man, I mean, I was expecting the Oilers to not walk all over the experienced Blackhawks, but I mean, they have two of the top five forwards in the NHL right mm-hmm. now, in Leon Draisaitl and Carter McDavid. And I know everyone's like, oh, well, they don't have anything else. I'm like, there are a couple supplementary pieces there that I'm pretty confident in. And...
1: It's, been, it's just been
0: really interesting seeing how the Blackhawks are not reverting to the Blackhawks of old. But, hey, Pat Kane, Taves, and some of these young guys. Kugelak has been so good this series. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being thrown for a loop here. Jack, what do you think?
1: Well, I always said that I think that this format really works out for the Hawks. It does. they're old guys that are experienced to get their rest. And I really don't know who to choose, who to cheer for in this situation because I don't really like the Oilers, but just the way what we've seen in the past, if the Oilers find a way to lose this series, they'll definitely find a way to get the first overall pick. And that would make my blood. 100%. <laughs> they you know, totally would do. Knowing, oh, yeah. knowing the Oilers. So, but on a serious note, yeah, the Hawks have just been good. They've been as offensive and more offensive than the Oilers have been. And, the, uh, the old boys and the young boys for the Hawks are showing up right now. I like I like the Blackhawks, and I don't like the Oilers, so I, I definitely want to see a Blackhawks victory. But um, it is hard to see, the I think, right now, or at least this year, the two best players on the same team, and still finding a way to struggle in the playoffs and not being able to get it done is crazy to me. Yeah. But good for the Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Anti Oilers. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 me on that one.
0: Yeah. All right. Love you. Love to hear it. How about you, Luke? What are you thinking? I'm
2: th- so, I'm thinking of a storyline kind of thing with Connor McDavid because he's supposed to be the next greatest the next- hockey player of yeah. all time. Yeah. And so I'm thinking if he really wants to live up to that, it it needs to start now. Hundred percent by, by winning the series, and. You know what? I, I'd i like to think that him and his sidekick, Buddy Drysdale can get it done. Um, I would go Edmonton in five. I think either way, the best players will find a way to win. Um, and Chicago has looked very nice. This has been a wild series already, like super high scoring in all the games. And I think that's just going to make it more exciting and that much better. Um, but I'd like to think... Because uh, I'm kind of pro-McDavid as well, um, that I think he can be just one of the best players um, in a few years' time. And I think for him to reach that, I think, in, first starts off by him winning the series, which I think is a possibility. I'll go Edmonton in five.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's fair. How many more times do you think the Oilers have to either not make the playoffs or get knocked <laughs> out in the first round before... Drysaitl and McDavid start saying, yeah. "I want out." I love. What's the in, over under? I mean, I'd say I'd say one and a half. I'm I'm th- I'm going that low. Go contracts, under three. Are
1: contracts, though.
0: I know, but yeah, th- the moment a Connor McDavid's like, "Yeah, I want out," and like, I mean, hey, like, there's enough player power in sports today that guys can just be like, "Yeah, get me out of here,"
1: and mm-hmm. it happens. I'd love to see it. It would be interesting. How many first picks did you get? Yeah, tough luck. Yeah. I wouldn't hate to see it. Yeah. I wouldn't hate
0: to see it either, but I wonder where you would go. Everyone's like obviously gonna say Toronto and stuff because, I mean,
1: that'd make me sick. Too. That yeah.
0: would that would be disgusting. I'd rather him
1: yeah. stay in Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> then we know he won't succeed. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to our. Actually, we'll we'll go we'll go Jets Flames, and then we'll finish off with uh, Jack and I's beloved Vancouver Canucks here, the Jets. Are down two one, they are injured. Yeah, and that is a problem because the injured guys are Mark Shifley and Pat Line. So, whew, some big questions uh, really coming like up here. Yeah, you're.
2: good.
0: You're out here saying you're uh because you're 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 mainly a Jets fan, right? Yeah. But then you're saying you're a Penguins fan, so you have to pick one.
1: Hey, one from the conference. One from each conference. Maine. Well, who's your East team? No, I'm just saying for him. I could, no. I could never do
0: that. But yeah, because appet- I'm not a loser. <laughs> An
2: appetizer slash like side dish team is my is Pittsburgh and the yeah, main yeah, course yeah. Is, is. That's fine.
0: Big. That's fine. I'm just joking. Luke. Yeah. We're just joking. Down- you don't have to get so defensive. That. That's well, okay. so nice of you. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. Um, so Jets and Flames. I. Ugh. I think healthy Jets, I would have taken in this series, but man, I don't know, dude. There's
1: Calgary was the better team in the season, and Winnipeg's hurt. not by
0: much though. I know, but
1: by a little. Just that, like they're still the higher seed, and the Jets are just too injured. I I mean, they're just in a tough spot playing against a pretty good team, and I don't think they're gonna win the series. I I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna be done next game. I think Calgary's gonna win. Yeah,
0: I think so too. Mostly, well, they play today actually. Um, I I just think this these injuries have really taxed Winnipeg. Like, let's be real. That's your best goal scorer that you've just lost. Maybe I mean maybe you can say Kyle Connors a better goal scorer, but let's let's the be real. goal scoring line. Yes, the probably. focal yeah. point of that power play, which is generally the best goal scorer of a team, is lining right and. Obviously, Kyle Connor has better goal store goal scoring stats this season, but I mean,
1: Line is a sniper.
0: Line is he's like mm-hmm. arguably the sniper behind Ovi. Yeah,
1: you yeah, could
0: say. yeah. You could say that. You
1: could you could be ambitious.
0: You can that. be ambitious you, and say that, but it, people, are, people, say people are people people are going to respect could. that take. You, you, well, you, it's a respectful take. Yeah. Who else?
1: I'm Austin Matthews.
0: That's actually probably a better take. Thank you. But, Thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> Thanks so much. But raw goal scoring, I think line eight is He's definitely... To le- top three. Top three. We'll say that. <sighs> who do? You, who else do you take?
1: Uh, there's just a lot of people. Anyways, that's okay, not, it's all right. We don't
0: have to get into this. He's too lazy. David Pasternak, I forgot about him. Yeah, there's um, some players. There's another guy. <laughs> so, but that take has not aged well over the last 10 seconds. I'm going to revert on myself there. And I'm going to say, no, top 10. That's oh, very oh, safe. Well, okay. Yeah. Very safe. Just tap that one. Very anyway. safe. <laughs> hey, there's there's enough of a skill gap in between all those guys that there's it's a discussion for a lot of these guys. Yeah. So
1: I, you definitely you could say top five. I think yeah. top three maybe if you're getting ambitious. But
0: I'm getting ambitious. Yeah.
1: Okay. But not so top I'm going
0: three. back to top three. But
1: not top two. I'm
0: I'm not top ten anymore. I'm top three. So okay, we zeroed it in. Anyways, let's get back to this uh this this Jets flame series. Flames are a pretty well rounded team mm-hmm. and the Jets especially on the blue line, I mean, we saw them lose buff and Truba. And this Myers. last what's that? And Myers. Oh yeah, huge loss. I mean depth wise. Depth wise, yeah, but now I mean playing
1: guys I haven't even heard
0: of. So. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't know. I don't feel good about the Jets chances moving forward mostly based off of the injuries. But I do, I do really believe that the Flames are a solid, a really just overall really solid um, team moving forward. I don't think they're gonna do anything magical by any means, but they're definitely a shout to win this series, yeah. and I think it's a pretty easy shout. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry though that your okay.
1: Jets are struggling. That's okay. Would
0: you say it's mostly because of the injuries?
1: I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely hinders them. It definitely does. Shifley. Hindrance. hindrance.
0: That is a a major hindrance. Shifley's their best forward. Mm -hmm. So, you going to argue with me on that, Jack?
1: No, no, I'm not. Okay. I think Shifley's their best forward. Glad we're on the same page. Yes, yes, finally. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good.
0: Yeah, so speaking of same page, we're both Canucks fans. And Canucks just took a huge 2-1 lead (laughs) over the Minnesota Wild. Let's go. Boys are fired up. I was losing it after Antoine Roussel scored that second goal, even though I wasn't watching the game. When I found out I was going crazy, um, man. like
1: Big game, big goal.
0: One thing I will say is I think a lot of people were sleeping on Minnesota heading into the series. Canucks are a little more exciting brand of hockey, and I think most Mm -hmm. people in the hockey world, uh, whether you're an analyst or a schmojo like us sitting on – Uh, sitting in the Jones household here watching some golf and drinking some tap water I I think most people were were riding the Canucks but the 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 Wild are like a surprisingly solid team Mm -hmm. and Kevin Fiala has really really shown us uh throughout the latter half of this season that he's a good pro we were a bit unsure after his kind of falling out there in Nashville but He's looked really good and yeah, a lot of sparking a lot of confidence in that forward group and just that management group who has stepped in after Paul Fenton tried to absolutely ruin the organization. (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good uh, about the Canucks chances here. Really loving the Brock Besser play. Uh, JT Miller has been solid. He has been solid this entire year. Pedersen, Quinn Hughes, Jacob Markstrom really uh, starting to ramp it up uh, in net for the Canucks. Solid fallback option with Thatcher Demko. And, yeah, I think I'm I'm going Canucks in four. How are you guys feeling? Let's go with uh, Luke and we'll wrap it up with Jack on this one. Wild in five. I'm just kidding. I was about to kill you.
2: (laughs) No, Canucks have a nice team, man. Um, good young core, and then we have these really nice pieces like JT Miller and Tyler Toffoli, just really solid pieces that yeah. add depth um, to an already like young team. Um, I, I really like our direction going forward, and I think this season was a bit of a surprise to us as well because I think we didn't have the highest expectations for this team, but they, the players have definitely exceeded all expectations. I think even getting into the next round is fantastic and i think it's um it shows who who they are as a team it's been it's been a really fun team to watch as well it's an exciting brand of hockey as well
0: 100 percent, jack
1: yeah i've really enjoyed watching this series actually they uh it's been high intensity it's been good the teams clearly don't like each other which is always yeah that makes better. me so chippy um but yeah it's been fun to watch uh the wild like you said kind of slept on kind of underrated i think it's just kind of because of the brand of hockey they play. They're a really good defensive team. They have a lot of good defensive players. Yeah. They don't necessarily have the star power on forward, but they don't play like they do either, yeah. which is fine. Um, and I also agree, like, Canucks are definitely on everyone's radar. The young team, obviously, like, Hughes, Patterson, Besser. Um, they have, like, really exciting forwards. Uh, I think the key to this series is just going to be Vancouver's power play. Uh, it mm-hmm. hasn't been good, but it's it scored when it needed to today. In the 3 nothing game, uh, Markstrom was also really good. If Markstrom can have another game like that in Game 4, I think that they will win. Obviously, shut out, but no, that's not what I mean. Just like another <laughs> solid game, because I think they do bring more goal scoring than Minnesota on most games. For Minnesota to beat them in the next two, they're going to basically have to play a perfect defensive game. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't see it happening, so we're all on board. Canucks wagon. Uh, Stanley Cup 2020. Wow. No, probably not. Definitely not. But you know, anyone can dream. But I think the Canucks' Twitter would say that. I think but. they'll get through this series, and um, and then pretty much from there, it's just all all a bonus, and we'll just see what they can do. Cause like uh, like you was said earlier, they the expectations weren't super high for this team. No. I expected them to be right in there for the hunt to make the playoffs, but if they can get by this round, then yeah, we'll just. Have some fun and see where it goes. Yeah. Maybe we'll play the stars? I probably would probably not. But you would uh, like that with all the stars slammed. No, on. there's a
0: chance, dude, because mm-hmm. the Canucks are the seventh seed. Mm. If the Oilers and the Preds lose, which they're both yes. down in their series, mm-hmm. the Canucks would be matching up with the Stars. Tyler Tyler and like that is that. a the Way most better. favorable it's the most favorable matchup. Way better. I would yeah. I would I wouldn't want to play the Golden Knights and I wouldn't want to play the there's no way I would want to play the Blues or the uh, Avs, yeah. not a chance, mm-hmm. not a chance. Okay. So, yeah, I'm 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 feeling pretty good about the Canucks moving forward here. A lot of questions on the horizon, obviously, for this Canucks team uh, regarding free agency that will be addressed in a future podcast. But let's let's just go around the room quickly here and go through our. Let's say, let's say, what do we think is going to be Stanley Cup final here? I'm, i I'll, I'll start. So out of the East, I'm, I'm riding with Tampa. Um, they have the best roster in the NHL. They, like, look, tell me, tell me, tell me a weakness they truly have.
1: Winning playoff games. <laughs> yeah,
0: winning playoff games last season.
1: Next. I mean, their cores. That's the one worry with Tampa. They've had the same core for a few seasons and haven't really done anything in the playoffs.
0: Right, but now I would say they have so many supporting players who are more than capable. We've seen guys like Anthony Sorelli step up. I mean, Victor Hedman might be the best defenseman in the NHL. That's true. You're nodding your head. Wow, Jack's in agreement.
1: I th- Beauty. I just thought you were going to keep talking, but I do. I, I'm a big headman guy as well.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge headman guy. Vasilevsky is a more than serviceable goaltender. I mean, Kucherov, Stammer, Bryn Point, the list goes on. This is a good team, and there's a lot to love about this roster. In the West, I don't know how to feel about the West because I think... That's where things can go a bit wonky. Like, like how surprised would you be if all of a sudden the Colorado Avalanche are in the Stanley Cup Final? Or what if Vegas makes another case for themselves? What if we see, hell, the Chicago Blackhawks? Like, obviously that's probably not going to happen. But, like, I feel like there's a lot more room for something wild, like wild to happen in the West. Just like we saw it happen last year with the Blues. Um, I think I'm going to ride, I, I, I haven't exactly been a huge supporter of the Colorado train, but I've really come around to them lately and they look really good, uh, during this resume, uh, resumed play here. So they're young that I, I think they have the personnel to stay healthy. I think that's going to be really interesting thing to watch moving forward in this playoffs so yeah i'm gonna ride i'm gonna ride with the avs so i got avs lightning stanley cup final see you there jack who do you got
1: oh who do i got give me the avs and the flyers
0: flyers yeah I really
1: like the hot players. take it's, from
0: the other couch. It's
1: wow. kind of like uh, hopeful because like I want to see it happen. Yeah, too. I would
0: love to see it happen.
1: They're hot they're clicking. We saw last year just what clicking at the right time can do for a team and uh, they're tough too. They play a tougher brand of hockey than the lightning. Um, it, ju- it just kind of depends on how the seating goes though like I mean my opinion could totally change depending on how the seating. Goals. Like, if they would have to go through two tough teams as opposed to maybe getting, like, a lighter spot. Uh, but, yeah, I really like uh, the Flyers, and I hope they do well, and I hope Carter Hart plays well. Um, and then in the West, I I just don't think that the Blues are going to do it back-to-back, back. and if you look at the other teams, you'd have to say the Avs because, again, they're clicking. They just got Rantan back. They played so well this whole year without even having him, who's, you know, like a first-line hmm first line player for them i think that they're better than vegas
0: he's an nhl stud
1: i think they're a lot better than dallas so yeah just by sort of process of elimination i would say colorado from the west i i think the east will be a lot a lot more interesting just because there's more teams in my mind that could do it there's
0: more teams that i'm like oh this is a top dog team like i still like would you be that shocked if so like the pens come back win this series and eventually go on to go to the Stanley Cup final. Just with like, their lineup no. you can never
1: really like no. take them out no. of consideration. No. Until Sidney Crosby yeah. is
0: literally eliminated, you can't take you can't rule them out. And then
1: obviously Carolina looks great. The Islanders just the way they play the game. And then every team from the round robin, which includes Philly, Boston, <laughs> um, Tampa Bay and Washington. We of haven't course. mentioned Washington and like all the And podcast. the Toronto Maple Leafs, so the East is crazy, but I'm all aboard the Flyers train. And yeah. uh, probably not confident enough to put any money on it, but I, I'd love to see it happen. Yeah. So I'll say Flyers.
0: That's fair. Luke.
2: Um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with your pick, Tyler. Colorado and Tampa. I think they're just the two most solid teams representing each of the conferences. Yeah. Um, just super good cores. Solid defenses, good goaltending. Um, plus, I think I don't know why I can't get that Virginia effect out of my head. Yeah, no, that's literally I what I've think been thinking so the true. whole year. Yeah, they I were in their so head.
0: True. They were in their head for so long this yeah. season too, right? Like they struggled. Yeah. So.
2: No, I think you're absolutely right with that, and it. I think it's going to show this year, and I think. I think I'll see, Tampa Bay in the in the final for sure. Yeah. No
0: doubt. Yeah, for sure. Anyways. I guess that's uh that's good. that's probably going to wrap up this episode. A bit bit short and sweet and just a fun little roundup of what's going on in the NHL these days. So, yes. Yeah. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you for joining for episode 43 of the Mars Hill Sports podcast and we will see you sometime soon. Bye-bye for now. Number 43 Who's number 43? Who's it Quinn, Go. Uh, episode Quinn Hughes. Episode Quinn Hughes, that's right. Love it. Okay, bye. Bye.